So, Naomi Jansen, last week we were talking about... We opened a can of flies. <laughs> yes, we did open a can of flies and we were talking about possessions and why they were on the rise and... and um, and you went conspiratorial, uh, unusually conspiratorial. Yeah, we switched roles. Yeah. <laughs> and I held forth for the whole 15 minutes. So I didn't hear your... Because obviously you are... Um, and the way you reacted when you read that was not the conspiracy. You went, possessions are on the rise. And one oh. of the fundamental differences... Mm. Oh, maybe. Mm, yeah. But one of the fundamental differences that we uncovered two pre-sessions ago is that I actually don't believe in demons. Yeah. I don't believe in um, actual evil, you know, I- incarnate entities, you know, um, inherently evil consciousnesses. Yes. Which I think is what demons are. So maybe that's my bias, which yeah. is what I held forth on last week and now. But I know that you feel differently, so I want to well, hear. Well, look, it's, it, I'm, I'm confused. I'm conflicted. Mm-hmm. There's there's so much talk of demons in in the, you know the history of humans mm-hmm. in all cultures. Mm-hmm. So much has been written and said and feared and talked about that I don't know if I can throw all of that out. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet then you know th- you know thinking that I'm a 21st century kind of mystic mystic. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know uh, we would like to call it. And I and I certainly did. I I threw all of that out the window, and then I went. You know, it's all it's all psychology. It's all a state of, you know, disruption within the human on mm-hmm. a on a mental, body, emotional, memory, emotional, energetic, energetic level. And that kind of for me wrapped it all up in a ribbon and put a big bow on it. Mm-hmm. And I thought that's it, mm-hmm. and it all can be fixed mm-hmm. somehow. You can go scuba diving in there and find the root cause. Um, but then again, you then find out about people who are actually born as psychopaths. You can see that there's a different brain structure mm-hmm. in there. And I'm thinking, well, yeah, okay. I think science has kind of kicked demons in the pants. Mm-hmm. And I was happy to stay there. Mm-hmm. And then I found this article <laughs> that exorcisms were on the rise. And of course, Naomi, I thought also... This is a PR exercise. I did go down that track. <laughs> I believe you because that's the first thing you said when I said, I don't know. You said PR exercise. Yeah. 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 So, um, so but then it's brought up the, the issue of, do I really think that there's evil in this universe and that it's out to get people? Yeah. Let me just, again, for those that didn't listen to the two weeks ago podcast, I believe there's evil, but evil shows up in the forms of in the form of behaviors. There are evil actions and evil behaviors that are truly evil. No matter how you look at them, they are evil. Like yeah. torturing someone is yeah. evil. And I, my, I just don't think there are inherently evil people, but demons are evil entities. Yeah, they're things. They are consciousnesses whose purpose is to perpetrate evil. Yeah. Yeah, that's where I kind of, yeah, I don't see, that doesn't yeah. make sense to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then again, I'll turn around and I'll entertain the notion of angels. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of disembodied spiritual entities, but mm-hmm. they're good ones. Mm-hmm. Traditional Abrahamic religion says that there was a split between heaven mm-hmm. and and there were some naughty angels that became the devil and his minions 
And the main one was Lucifer, but there were two, weren't there? It's mainly Lucifer. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, and that's all very convoluted, and I, I really don't want to go down that track. Um, it's and they say, yeah, well, that's that's where you have your demons are minions, mm. you know, little little off sparks. Yeah, yeah, with their own little consciousnesses, mm-hmm. and you can't see them, of course, but they will make you vomit green pea soup, <laughs> and your head spins around, and your bed goes flopping up and down. Now, there was an incredible reporting of increased exorcisms after The Exorcist came out. I just wonder whether how much money the Catholic Church put into the making of that film. <gasps> oh, my God, I brought you over to my side. <laughs> oh, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> no, but I mean, I, I, I see what you're saying. Is like if, if we can have these positive entities, angels, yeah. why wouldn't we have these negative entities? angels yeah demons um i believe that there is only love so you can have positive entities because there is only that and negative is just misunderstanding and um and look every person how many people listening has it happened to you is there anyone can you scan your whole life and think of someone who thinks you are evil because you did something that didn't work for them. Mm. Do you agree that you were evil? Mm. You no. Were, it, they looked at it that way. You yeah. were the devil because you did this or that or you took their place in that job or, you know, um, criticized them for something. And maybe it wasn't your finest hour, but you certainly, we don't walk around twirling our mustaches and saying, what can I do now what? to uh-uh. ruin someone's life? And if you do say, what can I do right now to ruin someone's life? Chances are there's some serious damage in you. Someone d- tried to ruin your life. And yeah, you're basically and you're getting them back. Ever hurt since. people hurt people. Yeah, hurt people do hurt other people. Right. And so, but, but, so evil is in the eye of the beholder. Yeah. Well, look, I I do tend to lean on that side of the fence, but I don't, I'm just so hesitant to throw away so much history, so much cultural history of um, an understanding that there are invisible conscious entities which are out to ruin your life. <laughs> okay. All right. That actually so, feed on you. Okay. So. There's so much of it in our stories and mythologies. Okay. So here's what I think it might be. Okay. Good. I, I don't believe in death. Yeah. Um, I think that we pass through a veil and we're still who we are. Um, I think we have a lot of enlightenment when we pass through. We, we see things in a different way. We get a broader perspective and so on. Um, and I think that we don't get washed clean of our personalities. Hmm. We become expanded. We get in touch with unity consciousness, but we still maintain an essence of specialness, of our snowflakeness, our, Hmm. our uniqueness. Um, and... So it is absolutely conceivable that on the other side, you have entities which are nothing more than human consciousnesses 
that are a bit lower lower vibrational low, lower evolutionary but again it all comes from stems from pain it stems from injury mm-hmm. and look at the fact that lucifer you know what his big sin against god why he was cast out of heaven according to the biblical thing mm. you know what his sin was hubris pride yeah you know what pride is ego yeah. what's the opposite of love is ego fear what yeah. is fear? Ego. ego. Yeah. So to me, um, even these lower vibrational entities, and I do believe in this because I think that um, when, you know, if, if when, we, when we pass over to the other side of the veil, um, we are not incarnate in our physical bodies, but we are incarnate in another dimension, yeah. which isn't necessarily... 100% enlightenment. It might not quite be heaven. No, it's not a sense of... Because I think heaven can be achieved at any moment. Yeah. Go yeah. into a space of total presence and oneness and your and, and meditation is one of the ways we do it and this is why we do On My Life. Yeah. And so in any moment you have access to heaven. And so I think that we come, up, we come back again and again to incarnate to sort of evolve our spiritual consciousness... And for the purpose, as I said, as I had the big revelation a while back about becoming more effective creators and that we create from love and, um, and then my ultimate revelation or at this point, what made sense to me was, um, learning to be able to create without the need of a void, without the need of the negative to create the positive into blah, 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 go back and look at that, um, studio 3d podcast. Now it's the second time we've referenced it. So you better go listen to it, everybody. But, um, I read a book by Joe Fisher called um, "The Hungry uh, Siren Siren Call of the Hungry Ghosts." Yeah, scared the crap out of me. And um, it was this uh, investigative reporter's journey into experiences of trans channeling, where he was part of a group that did. Uh, there was a, a medium in Toronto that was channeling um, a consciousness, and. Um, being and he got completely seduced by this and and even fell in love with an entity that came through in these Mm -hmm. channelings but his investigative reporter part of his brain never let him go completely into unconsciousness about it and so he took notes of all the things that were said oh you were this in a past life and you know now i'm bringing through someone who knew you and was a friend and i was at this regiment in this place and blah. he took notes Mm. and then he embarked on a fact-finding mission internationally to go yes. to go to these places and da, da, da. and exactly half of what he was told in sessions turned out to be true right and the other half absolute bullshit right okay. and so he started going and meeting with other channels and da, 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 and um and had a lot of scary experiences with channels basically saying this thing's taken a hold of me and it won't let me go so people who are very popular um one person saying they were channeling jesus and somebody else channeling this and that and their health was deteriorating their physical health and they had scary things happening to them and they felt like they'd been hijacked yeah and but they had to whisper about it and they felt if we tell anybody the second i tell somebody something shitty happens so um the book is all about how seductive these lower vibrational entities are and they they have so much more information than we have because of just that perspective of being on the other side of the veil but they are not coming from a high vibrational place Mm. because of wounding and so um they have enough information that they can come across as 
uh, incredibly knowledgeable. They can tell us enough stuff to make us go, oh my God, this is so real. This, you know, it's a real thing. And they can, they know how to present themselves as, you know, um, wise entities. The light and goodness and things like that. But um, their ulterior motives are really quite base. Yeah. They really want to use you. And uh, and one of the things it's, it, that he said was that um, one of the hallmarks of this type of interaction is that after these um, after these en- entities have gotten your g- gained your trust and gotten comfortable with you, they uh, in- invariably suggest that the channel have sex with somebody. Yes, I've heard this too. Yeah, yeah. so that's that's basically what their ultimate motive is because they um, that's what they miss most. Right. About being in a three-dimensional body. The sex. Getting it on. Okay. And so I, it, it changed my view of when I read Edgar Cayce, the book about Edgar yes. Cayce. It didn't change my view about Edgar Cayce himself. I think he was a very good man with a good intention. But different entities came through him. And one of them eventually suggested that he, you know, become lovers with his um, longtime sort of uh, stenographer. Right. Okay. And he, you know... Um, and 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 I, that made me uncomfortable when I read that they decided not to do that. It was mm-hmm. basically to deepen your relationship, and you should, you know, maybe take your relationship to the next level by doing this. And he was a very religious man, a very Christian man, and he was married. And so he discussed it with Gladys, his longtime stenographer, and they decided that they would just bow, you know, uh, take a pass on that on that suggestion. Suggestion. Yeah. But it always struck me as, hmm, I don't like that that, it, that voice came through like that. Um, and then when I read the siren call of the hungry ghost, I thought, oh, there you go. That's what it is. So I have personally, when I hear someone channels, um, and when I met Naomi Carling and she said she channeled, I was like, really wanted to be careful what kind of channeling. Yeah. Because I've made a distinction now. The kind of channeling that I'm not on board with mm-hmm. Is this one where you basically let go of your consciousness? Yeah. Something comes through, you disappear, you kind of come to and go, oh, "What oh. did I say? What did the voice?" <laughs> I don't like that because what what this book said, which I makes sense to me, is that only lower vibrational entities would ever consider stepping into a body. Yeah, and the people who channel where they receive messages, and I've done it myself, where you receive communications and messages. I'm 100% conscious all the time. I'm still me. I'm in my body. Nobody else is taking over my body. Yeah. That's different. That's that's fine. Those though, To me, that voice has never led me in a bad direction. Mm. It feels very loving. And um, so that's, that's where I make the distinction. So I think when you are talking about all these different sort of the references to demons and... Cultural literature, re- yep. religious literature since the dawn of time. I think that's probably what it's referring to. But to me, it's still human beings who are hurt. It's still human consciousness, disembodied human consciousness that is wounded. Yeah. That to well, me. Does that? Yeah, look, I, it, and that, it? Kind of, that kind of jumps across, um, even though we're going over time, that jumps across to when the Dalai Lama is the only person who is permitted to evoke um, a demon to possess a villager 
in a ritual so they can fi- get get the true information where the real where the dead llama is that died and where they've reincarnated mm-hmm. and that's it they mm. just then they close it down they mm-hmm. close the demon down they're not doing anything else with that demon mm-hmm. and the dalai lama is the only person that can you know now of course that completely freaks people out knowing mm-hmm. that He's gonna. He's actually using those tools I in that box. I didn't even know that. Yeah, my eyes are like little saucers right now. <laughs> <laughs> but no one else can do it, and no one else would dare do it. Do you know more about this? Yeah. Okay. Next week, can, can I can I know more next week? I'll have to do a bit more research. Okay. But... Awesome. I want to know more about that. Yeah. So. Um... You know, if the, if these if these entities, no, clearly from that from what I just said, then the reason why they shut it down is because it, it's 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 nefarious. Mm. Ultimately, right. If you keep, well, it's making a deal with the devil. That's what they say. Don't make any deals. Don't do deals because you aren't smart enough. You're just <laughs> gonna, so not. You're not going to get away with just having. I'll just have this little benefit. Yeah. I'll just give a little bit of my soul. It's like, no. No. And you've you go, opened the gate. Yeah. And then there's, then a contract arrives on your table smelling of sulfur. <laughs> and flies. <laughs> swirling and bats circling over So I, d- I don't know whether we got anywhere with that conversation. It felt kind of cyclical. I think we found a little bit of a, um, a ground, a common ground that we can agree yeah. on. I mean, um, do I believe that demons are entities that are uh, created by god accidentally because god created the angels one angel went bad god went get out of here and that angel went i'm going to create minions and it sprouted a bunch of minions and that's what's flocking around no yeah i don't think that there are inherently evil i am the voice of evil i don't believe in that i believe it's um wounded human consciousness that hasn't ascended um, into a higher vibration. It happens to have the perspective and the tools at its disposal because it is not restricted by three-dimensional reality. And it's a little too interested in what we're doing here, specifically sex. Yeah, it is interesting from that point of view. And when they always, you know, always do the sex thing eventually, you mm. have to think, what? what's going, what's going, on, going here? on here? I see a pattern. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. On that note. On that note, uh, good one. Well, we've run, oh my gosh, we've run over a lot. Okay, cool. No worries. Um, let's jump over, do a meditation, access the high vibrational frequencies. Yes. And we'll see everybody on the other side. And next week. See ya. See ya. Bye. Bye.